All right, so welcome to another episode from the most inconsistent YouTuber slash podcaster that there is on planet Earth. Um, but I have a good one, uh, something that God laid on my heart. So just for you guys, your understanding, I'm not going to be doing every Thursday podcast, at least until graduation. God willing, I get through nursing school. It is the most brutal experience I've ever been in in my life, even beyond the military, even beyond parenting. Um, but I'm going to, as a topic is later on my heart, I'm just going to put it out there. Because when I try to aim for a Thursday, life gets hectic, work, children, family, X, Y, Z, and then I end up not doing it. So I'm just going to do what it is that I feel as though God's coming here to do. Whether it's a Monday, a Thursday night, a Sunday morning, you didn't get to make it to service that evening and you popped open a podcast, hopefully I could point you back to Jesus um, or you're driving, whatever. You just needed something to listen to. So maybe one episode a week, three in a week, or maybe just one for the entire month. But whatever it is, we're going to try to find some form of balance. But something God laid on my heart that I want to talk about, and it's from the topic of they don't understand. Um, have you ever tried to speak to someone and it seems as though you're speaking a foreign language to them? Um, but, well, many of you, like say you're Spanish speaking and you're trying to ask for directions, but you're asking me and I don't speak Spanish like that. There was a time when I was deployed and we went to about 13 Spanish-speaking countries and my job is to do patient care to people who don't speak English. So it was extremely weird um, trying to <laughs> trying to make sense of stuff and they're looking at me like, dude, what are you talking about? You know, it was a time when um, I think I was trying to ask the patient are you in pain? And I think it's something like tienes dolor. And the, apparently I think I was saying color. And it's, instead of me asking them, are you in pain? I was asking them, are you hot? Um, and one of the nurses was laughing at me. She was like, you, you just asked the patient, are you hot for me? Um, and that would make perfect sense as to why the guy was looking at me as though I was a weirdo or I maybe made a pass at him. Um, so that's a story that hopefully that part doesn't go viral of the episode. <laughs> but when you're trying to speak with someone and they don't understand you or they're not grasping what you're trying to tell them, it can make that a very difficult process. Like when I'm talking with my toddler and even when he does listen, he doesn't get why I'm telling him um, don't do this or why I'm telling him to do something. So it's possible that he'll listen at the moment but won't grasp the, the point of it. Um, and it's like speaking, you know, like when you're in a foreign country, whatever, we all have times where we're trying to speak to someone, you know, and trying to explain, hey, bro, I know you're able to travel to Africa next week, you know, just on a whim, but I have a life. You know, that friend who's always on vacation, even though you don't know where they work or the friend, you know, where they work and you're sure you make more money than them. And yet they're in Aruba and they're in Barbados, they're in every country, and you're just trying to figure out where are they getting this kind of money from, you know, and it's like, there's some people when you try to explain certain things to that they just don't understand where you're coming from, and I think it's very much possible that this becomes a hard task for us believers, trying to explain spiritual things to unspiritual people, for lack of better terms, it's not a matter of trying to be rude, but you know, unsaved people, trying to explain why we do things that we do. And, you know, and that's been a downfall of mine. Many times I realize when I've sinned or I'm compromising or I'm laughing at jokes that I shouldn't or just trying to fit in, it's always me trying to not make people feel uncomfortable with why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
you want to hit up that bar, that club, that party. And I don't do that anymore. The lifestyle God has called me to. If you're a Christian and you still do those things, because you might want to pray about it because it may not be beneficial to your spiritual growth. That's my opinion when looking at the scriptures. However, you know, when you're trying to explain to someone who doesn't know Jesus and doesn't understand spiritual darkness and doesn't understand that there is demonic activity in, in, in certain environments, they may look at you like, so because you're Christian, you don't listen to music? Because you're Christian, you can't hang out? Because you're Christian, you're too good for us? That's the things you start to hear. And then eventually you cave in. All right, I'll just take one drink. After all, drinking is not the sin. Being drunk is, you know, that's how we try to convince ourselves. And we start making up all of these things. In reality, we're doing it just so people won't look at us like we're weird. At, at least. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Myself, if you can relate, then I want you to comment that in the chat like, there's been times where you've compromised because you felt like you were being an outcast. You were the only person at school in a skirt. You were the only person at school who didn't curse. You're the only person on the job who's not getting drunk at happy hour. You're the only person who you're not cheating on your spouse. You're the only person who when everybody's hanging out, nobody's sleeping around, man, we're just going to the club and you're the only girl. It's just like, that's not my scene. Everybody's sleeping around and you're the only dude saying you're saving yourself from marriage. Like, hey, is this guy, you know, playing on the other team? You know, that's something that people accused me of when I was younger because the convictions I had. It's so easy um, for the world to, it's not that they're trying to manipulate you, but it's so easy for the world to misunderstand you. I mean, the Bible makes it clear in 1 Corinthians 2.14, but people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. Guys, I want I want to make it clear for you. Only spiritual people can understand what the spirit means. The Bible tells us clearly that person is not going to understand your devotion to God if they're not spiritual. That person is not going to understand why you don't want to do certain things if they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. And let's also bring this into the church now. I'm going to step on some toes, you know, God forgive me. But you want to date someone just because they go to church often, but they're not spiritual. So when it comes to the things you're doing for your own consecration, your own devotion to God, all of these things, they do not support it because the Bible tells us clearly they can't receive the things of God because you have to be spiritual to receive them. And not even everyone in the church is spiritual. And I don't want y'all in the comments like, I knew it. I knew he was a, he a heathen. I knew she was a sinner. Don't be in the comments with the negativity because that's true. And many of us fall into these um, situations. So in my opinion, it's very silly of us to expect someone who doesn't know God personally to understand why I do what I do. It's very foolish of me, Tavares. You don't, you don't want to party. You don't want to drink. You don't want to do all these things. But I'm not doing it because I'm boring. I'm not doing, I'm, I'm doing these things or abstaining from certain things or, you know, like the Bible says, it's in 2 Timothy 2.22, 2 
to flee youthful lust, but it also says to pursue after righteousness. So somebody may understand why you don't want to have sex before marriage, but they're very confused at why you're pursuing after the things of God. What do you mean ministry? What does that even look like? What What are you saying? Because spiritual things can only be understood uh, from the mindset of someone who whose mind and heart is renewed. And a lot of people, they don't have a renewed mindset. And I know a lot of you, you may think, some people probably thought, well, this ain't got nothing to do with dating. No, it has a lot to do with dating. Because you can't date someone who's not spiritual and expect them to honor what God has called you to do. So God tells you to abstain from fornication and pursue a, a, a holy life. First uh, Thessalonians 4 and 3 tells us to abstain from fornication for it is the will of God for you. So if God is telling you to do that, Someone who doesn't care about the will of God? Mm -mm. What does that have to do with me? Why? I don't need to join you. And then you're you're mad or you're offended because they're like, well, I'm going to leave. And now a lot of people compromise for, to keep that man, compromise to keep that woman when you don't realize that they're not spiritual. And that's why they never understood it. And you need someone with the same mindset so that when you're tempted to sin, you don't because they're holding you up. They can hold you accountable. They can pray for you. They can move away the temptation out of the, the relationship that can be a stumbling block. You know, so we have to be careful because it's very easy, you know, a lot like I'll use this as an example. Because um, I, I had some friends, you know, try to call me a Pharisee because of not doing certain things. Um, and they thought it was because of the church that I went to. And when I stopped going to that church and started going to a different one, I still did the same thing and believed, and believed the same thing. And it was just like, just like, you guys think I'm doing certain, certain things, practicing certain things in order to be a pastor? Listen, the Bible calls us to honor our pastors, submit to our pastors, but he didn't, he didn't, he calls us to serve ultimately. So will you have convictions that even when the people that are around you, close to you, close to you, Emily, people that are even at church, don't church, don't grasp what you think or why you're doing what you're doing, you're doing, you have for yourself. I'm telling you, like I, like, like I, like all the time, I can only from my experience, but I know what it means, means to try to compromise mice in, in order, and it backfires, it backfires single time. You hurt yourself, you hurt your future, you hurt the ministry that's trying to birth with inside of you, inside of you, anything that you should be compromised, compromising on. The Bible tells us, I'm going to read a few verses for you. Peter 4, verses, verses 1 5, it said then, since Christ, since Christ suffered physical, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. Suffer too. For if you have hurt physically for Christ, you have Christ, you have finished with sin. You won't spend the rest of your life chasing your chasing you, but you will be anxious, anxious to the will of God. You have had enough, had enough of the evil things that godless people enjoy. Joy, immorality, and lust, and lust their drunkenness and wild parties, parties, terrible worship of idols. Of course, your friends are surprised when eyes when you no longer plunge flood of wild, wild and destructive you. So they slander you. But remember, they will have to face God, face God, who stands to judge everyone, both the Lord, both the living and the dead. Again, that's first Peter four verses one through five, five. When I read these verses, it's very encouraging. In my mind, many of us were so were people pleasers. Trying. We're trying to. We're trying to make it so palatable for the world, you know? So we comp we compromise this. We compromise our righteousness, our righteousness. We compromise the things that God convicts us, evicts us about, so we don't push them away. And God is looking, is looking like, are you going to reject me for, reject me for people? 
let me show you guys how you guys how serious God his teachings and and God and God concerned everyone being happy the goal is holiness because holiness leads to true joy the true joy happiness is momentarily it's basically it's based on circumstance the situation is not great you're not happy anymore but God wants to give you everlasting you everlasting look at this and in John 6 Jesus is running a church of about church of about people give give or take maybe more whatever whatever and that's because he just fed the 5,000 and people that aren't numbered because numbered because don't count all women all the children so it's, so it's thousands of people to church and Jesus gets up gets up and he put a message that they think that they think cannibalism and if you don't eat, if you don't eat my flesh and blood there is no life within you and people who are comfortable you ever been in church and in church and also start saying something and you're like where is he going with this because this ain't this ain't it when somebody invite you to their church and the pastor sound a bit off the people are looking like, hey, that miracle was great. Was great. Not a fan of his sermons. Sermons, and that should be that should be encouraged. Preachers who, you start saying what the paying what the people say because you want to be invited back to their back to their church, or you start saying saying, you say things that you should be saying because you you know that they're gonna stop paying tithes and stop atten attending. They're not gonna follow you anymore. You anymore. We have to be careful. Leadership. Everybody wants to be a, be a preacher, but no one wants to say what God told them to say. Everybody wants to say what people want to hear. But but the preacher that's listed this that just got rebuked. And you know, God is God is gonna God is gonna deal with you to get back your boldness in, in the pulpit. pulpit. But despite all that, Jesus tell tell eat my flesh, drink my blood. The people are uncomfortable uncomfortable. Five thousand people thousand people at a minimum, thousands of people left Jesus' church. His church at Jesus looks at the disciples, disciples like, hey, y'all about to leave too? The profound, he says, and go where, where, like, where am I supposed to go? You have the words of eternal life. So we see that Peter, that Peter and the disciples, they probably had no idea what Jesus was referring to either, but they knew this guy had life within him. If you listen to his words, I will be saved. If I say his words, I will be changed. Even when I don't know what this dude talking about, <laughs> you, you never caught you to do something strange. <laughs> it's like, I don't know about that, God. You know, like, God, you ain't, tell, you ain't telling me, to, you're not telling me to do that one. That one. But all those people left, those people left. And just, he was proud of those 12, you know, you know. For, but the issue is, he is, he never ran at once. So, yes, obviously God is patient. God, the Bible tells us not his will that any should, any should perish. However, the Bible also, the Bible also says that he didn't after those who didn't like what he had to say. So I want you to understand that when you when you are obeying God, there is going to be people that are going to reject you. Rejection is sometimes a sign, a sign of doing what God called you to do. The, the Bible a prophet is without without honor honor in this country. Like everyone else, everyone else honors you, but when you're like nobody, nobody likes you. you. It's like no one accepts you. I know you feel rejected by affected by your family, and I want you to I want you to hear me when I say this. They don't, they don't even have understand why you're doing what you're doing. What you're doing. Many of you other religions and other and other beliefs just to follow who Jesus has called you to, to pursue after God, whole God wholeheartedly. Now your family that is left you. You have relationships that are that are broken up. You you have friends that talk about you. They laugh in their group chats. They unfollowed unfollowed you. You're like God, well. What did I do do wrong and wrong and some did nothing wrong. He's telling you, God, 
God wants me to remind they don't have to understand and why you're doing, doing what you're doing because God is gonna is gonna reward you from this well well now good and servant God wants us to, us to be faithful when no one is supporting us what like I'm not as I'm not as active validating anymore because of school but people see hundreds hundreds of thousands of followers many followers we had the opportunity the opportunity to really book have not I don't have the book, the book right beside. If you have not, please purchase our book. Show some, show some support. If you're not going to read it, that's fine. Buy, buy it. Also, I believe the book will literally change, change the entire world if it get, if it gets into into the hands of people that will grasp will grasp the concepts of biblical relationships. But when I started godly dating, dating friends, I, I don't want to say family support. For the most part, I think family family support it. I have friends who never support support it. They wouldn't follow it when it just started, just started, <laughs> retweet anything. They want to repost anything. They want to share me in their stories. But all of a sudden the book came, book came out and I'm not saying to like brag or anything like, like, because me personally, I don't care about any of this, any of this, that this stuff is brought, but, but everyone was up. Well, something so proud of you always, always knew you was going to be something. It was up cause, cause you know, I'm, I'm everybody's. You know, and it's, you know, and it's like, oh man, I always knew you were going to do it. I, I, I'm so proud of what God in your life. You're so, so proud of what God is life that you never supported, never supported me. Not even now. That family, the family members don't even follow. <laughs> it's just like, but you're proud of what God, proud of what God is doing in my life, but support it. I want, I want you to understand whoever it is that you, you, you feel God has called me to start a, a Bible study on my campus. Who cares if people don't support, don't support you. You do what God called you to do. Um, I like at my church, you know, they have something, have something called side for campus ministry international and, and P7 clubs from down. And there's so, so many, many people on God. I'm seeing, I'm, I've met, I've met some young people across the world who've started these, these Bible studies in their high school. They're winning souls in, in high schools. A friend of mine in Canada, Canada, I saw a post where as they told them, told them you can't gather inside school building. So they helped, they helped a Bible study outside. And it looked like maybe 30, 30 people gathered for the word of God. From someone was in high school, you think you think God can't use you? The reason why, the reason why you that is because you want to be accepted by by people. You're so worried about being a people, people please. So worried about being accepted by by the world. But the Bible, but the Bible tells us friendship with the world world makes me of God. In in James four, don't strive to be a friend, to be a friend of this world. People aren't gonna understand. There's so many so many things people are not gonna understand. That God is doing, God is doing in your life. Celebrate sentence until marriage, marriage, bro. What, girl? Girl, you don't remember what? Don't remember what it feels like? Like she want you? What are you talking? What are you talking? Like nobody's gonna find out. Yeah, ain't nobody's gonna find out. I learned the hard way. People will wait. People will find out. Keep keep yourself to yourself to yourself. But we think we think right now. Well, just once what everybody else is doing it. Doing it. Everyone else, but let me tell you what God, God wants you to, you to do. Because I don't believe in following culture. I'm culture. I believe in the word of God. Following the word of God. The word of God. My goal. The word, the word of God tells us, 1 Thessalonians 4, 4 through 3, God's be holy. So stay away from, stay away from all actual sin. This is why you can't be unequally equally yoked. This is why you can't just date anybody. This is why you can't just whoever is available. Because it doesn't matter how amazing sex feels. It has guilt, shame. And sit attached to it. You want, God, you want to be cut, be cut, connected, emotional, spiritual, mental, mental cut between you, your spouse, you, your spouse, and God. Just follow what people are doing. You doing? Used to be in the LGBT community, 
and now now they're looking like and like okay church but we know the truth listen listen i'm not here god is delivering somebody from from that I've seen, seen God do, deliver people from that lifestyle, lifestyle. I've met some people, man, I still struggle. Yeah, because if I could circle and say, boy, I got, I got to keep, keep my mind pure after other women, not to, te not to text inappropriately, not to entertain other women, women, then obviously somebody who had that type of attraction, attraction can still struggle. We need to stop trying to bash these, to bash these people. You know, cut the nonsense out. out. But then people, people are not going to understand do it, but you know, you know, that in the word of God, First Corinthians six nine. Don't you that those who do wrong what wrong what not in the kingdom of God. Don't fool yourselves. Those don't indulge in second or who worship idols, worship idols, or commit adultery, or are male prostitutes, or, or prosexuality, or thieves, or greedy people, or drunkards, drunkards, or abusive, or cheat people. None of none of these inherit the kingdom of God. Some of you, some of you were were once like. Let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. Some of you were once like that. But, but you are cleansed, you are made, you are made right with God, God, by calling the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Christ and by the So God's word is clear. There's people not entering into the kingdom into the kingdom of God if there's sin attached to them. Unless them. Unless you repent, turn to allow God to forgive you. Allow him to wash you, allow him to feel with his spirit. I don't I don't care what your pastor told you or what your friends told you or what you told you or what your TikTok is telling you that doesn't even use scripts. They just twist the couple to get their, to get their points. None of these types of sins are entering sins are entering of God. The Bible tells us, but such, such were, some, were some of us. We were like that. Oh, where to say that? Say that. You were cleansed. You were made holy. You were born again. And God created something new, something new inside of you. Understand, you're not in the community anymore. That's good. Don't worry. Don't understand. Don't worry if they don't support, if they don't support you. The immodest and then now. Now all your followers are, are are gone. The engagement is low. No one is liking your is liking your picture. That you're fully now that bro is finally bro is finally in a shirt and there's no gym guys who puts baby oil on before every workout video. No, now no longer live that that foolish that foolish that that promiscuous that broken life because you because you don't need and validation from patient from people. People are confused. Social media attention is gone. Is gone. I can say the most the most things on social media but if i'm media but if i'm fully dressed as many likes as the other influence who show off all the muscles all the muscles and those types of things but you know that the bible said the bible says clothe your beauty that comes from within no longer seeking attention with the with the lifestyle so understand understand that god is concerned about what you're doing out of obedience to him because it's not because it's not about anyone's approval approval james 4 17 says remember to hit it is it is sin that you ought to do and and then not do it that's when god convicts you of fix you of something you don't have to wait until others catch on for john for you to you don't have to wait until have to wait until i support you to for you to obey what god, obey what god has told you because to god might have placed that conviction solely you and then by disobeying by disobeying him listen disobedience disobedience is not going to happen no there's a once save always save crowd but you and then like this and then like to say, well, God will never turn his never turn his back on us. Well, of course, but you turned your back on God. <laughs> you know what the Bible says when it says you're lukewarm as you're out of his mouth. Um, you removed your removed yourself. It's your fault. But God is giving God is giving God commands. Hosea one and two. One and two. Uh, marry a prostitute. Prostitute. Yeah, twenty verses one through four. God told Isaiah to walk around walk around naked and barefoot. And he didn't tell didn't tell him. Oh, you know, you only gonna do that, Ron. He made this man do that for three years, and a purpose for it. 
Now God ain't telling none, telling none of y'all. So I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. And I want to see it on the time. Tell me God told you to put on a thong bikini and do, do all that. I can tell you that. But God not tell us, oh, do because your pastor is doing it. There's sometimes where we have to get back to the point where we have personal convictions. Not that other people have to follow it, but follow it. But you get personal convictions by spending, by spending. There's a, there's a me circulating. A few people have sent it to me and asked me my, and asked me my, but just like Tavares, what do you think about this? It's a, it's, it's a girl's modesty is, sub, is subjective, be less spirit, whatever, or argue with the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. And she turned her comments off, which is very smart, very smart. Because while, um, what you consider modest is subjective, we do know some things aren't objective. Nah, nah. Some are blatantly immodest, attention-seeking, overpriced because you you want to fit in or you want to look cool. Anywho, because I don't because I don't know if she's podcasting. I don't seem like I'm attacking her. I'm just making a point. Be clear that God can that God can tell you crazy. In Mark 10, 20, 10, 21, was the rich young ruler to sell all that he has to the poor. So he tells him to tells him to sell everything to the poor, but we don't we don't see Jesus telling him to do that. Why? Because God, because God told you to see where His heart was. So, so you may think telling you to do something outrage, outrageous. If God is telling you to do something to see, to test, to test your heart, to test. Well, are you willing to give up Isaac for me, for me, Abraham? Many of you, I want you not to, to leave this episode and think, okay, okay, cool, rant, bro. All right, see you next time. I'll, I'll come back talking about sex and relationships. And no, many of us. We want God. We want God's relationship, and we have have no life. We're gonna fix that with this podcast, podcast with channel. But what is it that is it that God is calling to do specifically? And I want and I want you to spend time in prayer and fasting this week or coming week, and ask and ask God: Is there something that that I haven't been doing because I wanted other people to, to understand or join? And then seek God, seek God, and what He's telling you to give up. We have to get back to things like some convictions in church, because church, church is not a free fall. You see people dressed, however, for whatever, posting whatever, 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 podcast promoting, whatever, whatever, just doing everything, everything, but but promoting. It's like, and what going to be convicted to get back to, back to this holy holy book? Spend spend more more time in the, than you do on social do on social media. I promise. We will have less anxiety, less perversion, less pride, pride, less fear. All of these things, things decline in your life. But what do I know? You know, I'm just a typical YouTuber, YouTuber who just pops up every once in a while. <laughs> so much that we want to do, do. Trust me, the busiest season of life, life. The first people who are going to start getting our content, our content back is going to be Patreon. It's not going to be this month. It's going to, it's going to be next start to take off. So, so if you want to support this channel on channel on Patreon, definitely appreciate all you all you guys. Let's listen to the answer to pray for us and this family. This family, we love you guys. Be seeing you. Hopefully next. Hopefully next week. Hey, hey, just stay engaged. Whatever. Reach out to us. We love you. We love you. Peace.